You're listening to Code Red with Secure America Now, the largest national security grassroots army. My name is Alan Roth. I am president of Secure America Now. And on our podcast today, we have with us Congressman Lee Zeldin. Congressman Zeldin represents New York's number one congressional district. It's the first congressional district. And Congressman Zeldin uh, sits on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. And Congressman Zeldin has been one of the, if not the leading critic for what has been an unusual outburst of anti-Semitic rhetoric in the House, but also on campuses. And in general, it seems to be that anti-Semitic rhetoric linked to criticism of the state of Israel has become acceptable. Congressman Zeldin recently co-authored an article in The Hill calling rejecting anti-Semitic and anti-Israel hate in the United States and around the world. Congressman Zeldin, can you explain to us what is happening in the House and what got you to co-author this article? And can you explain how all of a sudden anti-Semitism has become acceptable in some circles in this country? It's certainly uh, totally unacceptable to to me and many of my colleagues, and it's great to to be with you, Alan, on this really important topic today. Uh, there are uh, there are colleagues on both sides of the aisle. I've spoken to to House Democrats as well who are enraged by uh, this freshman member, but also her backers, both in and out of Congress, uh, who uh, are supportive of not just pro-BDS positions and anti-Israel positions, but pushing out a lot of horrific anti-Semitic language that is offensive to to me. Uh, It's offensive to Jews and non-Jews that is encouraging and legitimizing, empowering uh, anti-Semitism on college campuses around our our country, uh, as well as anti-Semitism we see at the United Nations, uh, and abroad with foreign countries and foreign companies. So it's infiltrating American politics, college campuses, the halls of Congress, and that's why I introduced House Resolution 72, naming names, and uh, it has 100 co-sponsors now. I introduced it with Congressman Ted Budd, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik. Uh, House Republican leadership is supportive of it. This is something that should be a no-brainer and that today we should all go down to the House floor and cast a vote to pass. Uh, that that alone is just one that needs to be looked at as just one step of the process. I don't believe that Congresswoman Omar should be serving on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. I don't believe she should have been appointed to that committee in the first place. And that's not just for the anti-Semitic statements and the pro-BDS position and the anti-Israel hate. It's also because she has supported Maduro in Venezuela. She's requested leniency for ISIS fighters. She blamed U.S. foreign policy for the al-Shabaab attack in Kenya. And the list goes on. So, no, it's not acceptable to me. It's not acceptable to many of my colleagues. Uh, and this should be a no-brainer to address it. But, unfortunately, uh, the what was a 
fringe radical left of the Democratic Party uh, is now spreading to even greater amounts of their party, and it, and it should be intolerable uh, for them. But unfortunately, the leadership of the Democratic Party is being led by those elements as opposed to leading them. Why is the leadership of the Democratic Party making themselves a target nationally as being unable to rein in what you described as a radical friend? Uh, it's an unfortunate reality because support of Israel should be bipartisan. It's historically been bipartisan, but I, I would make this point to that effect. If, if, the, if I, as a Republican, support Israel and a colleague of mine uh, who's a Democrat supports Israel, and we're both 100% in it, that's great. Now we're both, you know, we're working together to, uh, to boost the U.S.-Israel relationship in the best way for American foreign policy to be able to stand up for Jews and non-Jews as well. Um, there are many different reasons to support Israel, but let's say the other party chooses to just back the U.S.-Israel relationship 60% or 40%. I'm going to be honest with you, Alan. I'm not going to go out of my way and purposely lower my support for that relationship to 60% or 40% in order to keep it completely balanced between Republicans and Democrats. Congressman Zeldin, uh, when the Republicans saw a problem with the positions of Congressman uh, Steve King, uh, you folks moved very quickly to reprimand him and to also strip him of his various committee assignments. Do you think that the Democratic Party should move in the same direction by stripping Congresswoman Omar from her position on the House Foreign Relations Committee? Absolutely. No double standards. And Steve King was removed from the Small Business Committee. Elon Omar is on the Foreign Affairs Committee. She's on a committee which is a very important committee that, that I'm on as well. I'm honored to be on it, oversees U.S. foreign policy. And you know, we get on these committees as a, a product of a steering committee that, that chooses everyone's committee assignments for everyone. And you know, the Republican conference is decided by uh, the members of the Republican steering committee. If I was against... The, the U.S. Armed Forces, for some reason, I would not be. They would not appoint me to the Armed Services Committee. If I wanted to raise everyone's taxes, the Republican Steering Committee won't put me on the House Ways and Means Committee. These assignments are, are viewed as reflecting the values of the conference, and I, I think that it's a, a very disappointing and, and concerning and frustrating message that was sent in appointing Congresswoman Omar to this position in the first place. But now after the mistake was made, and Congresswoman Omar has shown time and time again that this was uh, a bad decision to appoint her to this committee for so many reasons, I would encourage them to cut their losses right now and do the right things to ensure that there's no double standard 
And I would remind them that this isn't going to go away. If, if you don't believe that Congresswoman Omar has got herself kicked off the committee yet, as of today's date, well, she's going to get herself kicked off that committee sooner or later. So uh, they might as well uh, make the decision now before they turn her into more of a martyr for all the wrong reasons. Today, there's a report that Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez retweeted a post by someone who supports a U.S. terrorism meaning the United States has designated the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine as a terrorist group, and she retweeted their tweet. Um, I agree with you that there has to be action taken and taken quickly. Is there anything that a listener to this podcast can do to encourage the Democratic House leadership to take appropriate action. Absolutely. If you are in media, you talk about it. If you're in a position to write an op-ed for a media outlet, go ahead and write it now. Contact your your legislators, uh, your members of the House, your senators. Uh, if you have any angle, any relationship, it all adds up. You write a letter to the editor. You post on uh, Facebook or Twitter. Uh, you talk to your friends. There's no single person who's going to, who's listening to this show, uh, myself included, and, and you included. We can't all on our own just fix what we're talking about with a snap of the fingers. It's going to be about me and you and all of your listeners all doing everything in our power, and it all it all adds up to get the results that we're looking for. So if anyone's listening and they're motivated and want to know what to do about it, the, the list of possibilities of how to help is limitless, and just understand that every little bit adds up. If you're writing one op-ed for your local paper in your little corner of America, well, hopefully your local congressman, your local senator is, is reading it. Uh, and and maybe if seven other people are sharing the same message with the same paper, uh, then you're multiplying each other's force. An army we call the force multiplier. So I uh, definitely need to get the word out in order to get our point across because the radical left is certainly getting their message out. I agree uh, with your advice. I would also add to that. We've been encouraging our members to call and to sign a petition to Nancy Pelosi asking that Omar be relieved of her post on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. And we've gotten a tremendous response, tens of thousands people have actually contacted uh, Pelosi, and even if you get an op-ed or a letter, as you said, in your local newspaper, it educates people and it puts pressure on the Democrats in the House to do the right thing. That's right. Listen, Congressman Lee Zeldin, you're doing a great job on many issues. Uh, we appreciate you taking time to speak with us. And we look forward to having you on sometime soon. Excellent. I look forward to it. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Code Red with Secure America Now. We are the largest national security digital platform in the nation, dedicated to bringing critical security issues to the forefront of the American debate. 
For more information, visit our website at www.secureamericanow.org.